0: Ayo, what's up, y'all? It's your boy Ace. This is Fantasize Football. We are back once again, bringing y'all some more fantasy football content for the 2021 fantasy football season. And it here is Tuesday once again, so it's time for us to do our waivers. Me, you, my boy back here. Yes, he is wearing a helmet. Yes, you see that right. You gotta stay on brand. But the only person that really should be wearing a helmet here is me because I'm about to go... Head first into the waiver wires but before we do that quick shout out to all y'all that come by on a weekly basis show your boys some love and support help the channel grow i really do appreciate it if you are new to the channel make sure that you like comment share subscribe if you do enjoy the video if you don't enjoy the video just don't do it i mean i i totally understand it's fine i can be a fucking idiot sometimes but anyways yes we are here to do the waivers today we surpassed another goal as well of 300 subscribers on youtube so the new goal is 500 subscribers on youtube by the end of the fantasy football season we are going for the gusto so if you want to help me help us All of us put some foods on the table for the young boy, my boy back here. I would really appreciate you subscribing to the channel if you have not already. But before we get into the waivers, very quickly, I did want to mention, not for nothing, we absolutely smashed the start sits last week. We absolutely smashed it. So if you have start sit questions, anything else you want to know about, hear about, go ahead, drop them in the comments today's video thursday's video and i will get to them on saturday we went eight for nine in terms of start for starter sits and for the starts of the week we went three for four we hit on rogers we hit on damian harris and we hit on Cortland Sutton. jared cook not so much but i have not given up on jared cook just yet but with that out of the way we're gonna get into the waivers i'm gonna try to speed it up a little bit today last week's video was well over 20 minutes we're gonna try to keep it under that 20 minute marker today so i'm gonna be a little quick with it stick with me all right we're talking about all players that are rostered in 40% or less of ESPN leagues. And then for the deep sleepers portion, 10%, of less, 10% or less of ESPN leagues. We have quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, tight end. You'll see what I mean. And then we got the DST stream of the week. So stick around till the end to make sure that you catch that. But without further ado, let's kick it off with the quarterbacks. And the first guy I have to talk about is Teddy. Two gloves, Teddy. Bridgewater of the Denver Broncos rostered in 14.3% of leagues. He had over 300 yards last week, two touchdowns in each of week one and week two two. He plays the Jets in week three in a soft matchup. Clearly, Cortland Sutton was back to form last week, so now he has another weapon along with Noah Font. I do like Teddy Bridgewater this week as a good streaming option. He is a very safe start, in my opinion. He plays the game very safe. He is not going to ab- usually win you the week, but he definitely will not lose you the week. So if you need to stream the position, Teddy Bridgewater would be my first option. But if Teddy's not available, you can do a little pivot. Put your pivot foot down, drop step, turn around, Kobe, and go with Daniel Jones of the New York Giants, currently rostered in 10.7% of leagues. He's played well in two two tough matchups in week one and week two. And in week three, he has another soft matchup, like I said, with Teddy Bridgewater, with Atlanta against the Atlanta Falcons. So I am confident rolling out Daniel Jones. On top of that, He has shown that he does have some rushing upside, scoring a rushing touchdown in each of week one and week two. So if Teddy Bridgewater isn't there, or if you just prefer Daniel Jones, those would be the two guys that I would be trying to stream in week two. Now, moving on from quarterback, we're gonna go over to the running back position, which is honestly pretty dry. There's not much out there, but I was very surprised to see that there was one guy that's rostered in under 40% of leagues that I would absolutely be prioritizing this week. And that's gonna to be Tony Pollard of the Dallas Cowboys, currently rostered in 38% of leagues. He had 16 touches, over 100 yards on the ground last week against the Chargers. He's had at least three targets in each of the first two games. While I do think Zeke is still gonna be the lead guy on this team, it's clear that the Cowboys want to give Tony Pollard a Role. So if he's going to have some standalone flex upside, and if anything were to ever happen to Ezekiel Elliott, then all of a sudden his stock just skyrockets to the moon like Neil Armstrong. Tony Pollard's a guy that I would say make sure you prioritize this week. If your team is relatively balanced and you can just do whatever you want on the waivers, try to go out and get Tony Pollard this week, especially if you're a Zeke owner that does not already roster. Um, Tony Pollard, like me, because I'm an idiot, then make sure you go out and try to get him on your waivers this week. He plays Philly week three, but then he has Carolina Carolina, and the Giants after that. He does have upside as at least a flex option regardless though. So you could slot him in if you really had to into your flex spot. Now, moving on from running back over to the wide receiver position, we are going to be talking about Rondell Moore of the Arizona Cardinals, currently rostered in 19. 3% of leagues. Now, Rondell Moore this week had eight targets over hundred yards receiving and a receiving touchdown. But the biggest takeaway here for Rondell Moore is something that I said in the offseason. If you've been watching my videos for a while, if you're new, I will repeat this, but you may have heard this before. When we're looking at rookies on the waiver wires, we always want to prioritize the guys that are getting more involved week in and week out, week out seeing more usage, seeing more targets because it means they're adjusting well to their new offense and to the NFL game. And that is the case for Rondell Moore. He's looking like he is going to be a real part of this offense and he has Jacksonville in week three. Another big thing that I did want to quickly mention with Rondell Moore is just the big playability. He's currently leading the league in yak and yards after the catch over 14 yards after the catch on average. So he can make plays for himself. Kyler's been playing unbelievably. So if you're looking for wide receiver, Rondell Moore would be my top target here in week two. Now, moving on from Rondell Moore, we have a guy that was in my deep sleeper portion last week that has bumped himself up into the main event this week, and it is KJ Osborne of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, like I said, I had him in my deep sleepers last week, but then this week he had 6 targets, 5 catches, 91 yards and a touchdown. 15 targets through the first 2 weeks. We love to see it. I wasn't really sold on him last week, but the um the Vikings have been throwing the ball more frequently and it does Look like KJ Osborne is going to be the third option. So there is some value there, some flex upside, maybe even more if they continue to throw the ball the way that they have. And I expect that to be the case in week three, where I think you can slot them in as they are playing the Seattle Seahawks in a game that I expect to be relatively high scoring. So KJ Osborne is another player that I would be targeting on the waiver wire. Now, Moving on from K.J. Osborne over to my last wide receiver we have here. We have Elijah Moore of the New York Jets, rostered in 33.5% of leagues. He had a tough week one, but same thing as we said with Rondell Moore, with Elijah Moore, all the Moors. Do you want more Moors? Do you want more? 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 If you want more content, subscribe to the channel, leave a like, and drop a comment. But if you want more Moores on your fantasy roster, then you could go out get Rondell and Elijah because Elijah Moore went from four targets to eight targets in Week Two, and like we said with Rondell Moore, that's what we like to see from rookies—guys that are getting more involved and getting more accustomed to this offense, to their offense, to the NFL game. Now the Jets stink. But if Elijah Moore continues to see more volume, that's going to be great. This is going to be a team that's going to have to throw the ball quite frequently. So even if the targets aren't super valuable, if there's a lot of them there, then it's going to be just fine. Maybe the touchdowns won't be there as much, but if he's getting seven, eight, nine targets week in and week out, then obviously that's a guy that you want to have on your roster because he will be a very good player depth piece. He's got Denver next week in week three, not a great matchup, but then he goes up against Tennessee and Atlanta in weeks four and five in both good matchups where they will probably be throwing the ball a lot against soft secondaries. So those are my three wide receivers. I did want to quickly throw in I talked about him last week, so I don't want to go into detail. Quintes Cifez too. Seven targets each of uh, week one and week two. So if you're looking for another guy, none of these guys are available. I would look at Quintes Cifez as well. I talked about him last week, so if you want to hear what I have to say about it, go check out the waivers uh, from last week. Real quick, you can fast forward. It's way in the end in the deep sleeper portion. But Quintes Cifez would be another guy I keep my eye on. Now, moving on to tight end. Um, well, you want me to be honest with you, or you want me to lie to you? What do you want? I'm not going to lie to you, though. I'll tell you that right now. I'll never lie to you. You know why? Because I fucking love you. I wouldn't lie to someone that I love, all right? If you don't have a tight end, you're kind of fucked, all right? If you don't have a tight end, you're kind of fucked. But if you need to stream the position this week, the two guys I would be looking at are Max Williams and Jack Doyle. Max Williams of the Arizona Cardinals, Jack Doyle of the Indianapolis Colts. Max Williams got seven targets week two. Jack Doyle got eight. They both have good matchups against Tennessee in Doyle's case and against Jacksonville in Max Williams' case. Am I very confident in either of these guys? No, but if you need to stream the position, you gotta do something. So these are my dots that I am throwing here. I got dots tonight, actually, so let me get a warm up in there, throwing those dots with Jack Doyle and Max Williams. Now, moving on to the deep sleepers portion, and these are all players that are rostered in 10% or less of these. We're gonna save the DST stream of the week for the last thing this time around. So I got a quarterback here for you. We're gonna go through these relatively quickly. Rostered in 10% of less or less of leagues. This is going to be Sam Darnold of the Carolina Panthers. 300, 305 yards, two touchdowns in week two against the Saints. And now he has back to back matchups with Houston and Dallas. Boom. Sam Darnold's actually looked pretty good. So if you need quarterback, you're in a deeper league. Sam Darnold would be the guy that I would be going after to start in week two. Moving on to running back, we have, well, technically running back. Cordarell Patterson of the Atlanta Falcons, rostered in 7.7% of leagues. Running back is very thin, obviously, but he saw 13 opportunities in week two, and he was more productive with his opportunities than Mike Davis was. So if you see in a role where he's getting 10 to 12 touches a week, whatever it may be, you're in a deeper league. He is, he, he at least has a floor if he's going to get ten to twelve touches, right? If you're in a deeper league, though, that's all you're really looking for for some bench depth to throw in on bye weeks if an injury happens, whatever. So if you're running back thin in a deeper league, go after Cordarrelle Patterson. I wouldn't recommend him in most normal leagues, but if you're in a fourteen team or whatever it is, very deep rosters, whatever, Cordarrelle Patterson is a guy that I would consider looking at. Now, moving on from Cordell Patterson, we have Braxton Berrios of the New York Jets. I can't believe I have two Jets on one episode of a waiver wire thing, but this is a deep sleeper where he is only rostered in 0.1% of leagues. And he quietly has 18 targets through the first two weeks of the season. What if I told you in February that Braxton Berrios was gonna be on pace for what? Nine times 17, 90. 90, 63, 163 targets through the first two weeks of the season. What would you tell me? You would have told me to kick rocks, probably. But anyways, I think that with Braxton Barrios, it's at least worth a deeper shot, right? Jamison Crowder is going to come back. Elijah Moore is going to probably be more involved uh, throughout the season, like I kind of alluded to when we were talking about him. But it's at least worth a shot in a deeper league, especially in PPR leagues. He has Denver, like I mentioned with, uh, Elijah Moore he has Denver tough matchup but then he has Tennessee and Atlanta after that so you could slot him in and the other guy I want to talk about a receiver here is Hunter Renfro of the Las Vegas Raiders he's currently rostered in 6.3 percent of leagues he's similar to Braxton Barrios in the sense of how he plays and in his target share 16 targets through the first two weeks of the season and I think he has a better chance than Braxton Barrios of maintaining this level of production this kind of target opportunity at least close to it uh, with the Raiders than uh, Berrios does have with the Jets. I think he's a good PPR flex option that should provide you with a floor. Is he going to be a big time touchdown scorer? No. But will he get you some targets, a few catches? You know, could he get you that four for 40 if you really need it in a deeper league? Yes. So I would be looking at Hunter Renfro. He's, uh, like I said, I think he's a better option in uh, PPR. But like I said, the Raiders, or I haven't said this yet, actually. Sorry, I'm fucking flying right now. I you put on a helmet um the raiders Derek Carr, they've looked good through the first two weeks two and oh i mean so i think it's worth taking a shot at hunter renfro if you're in a deeper league and you need a guy to kind of strengthen up your bench give you a little bit of depth and now the last player we're going to be talking about here before we move on to the dst stream of the week is going to be a tight end it's going to be pat fear move. Uh, Frearmuth, Frearmuth, whatever it is, the rookie tight end of the Pittsburgh Steelers. He had four targets, four catches, and 36 yards in week two. Uh, Eric Ebron has only seen four targets through the first two weeks. So it looks like the Steelers are gonna wanna use Pat Frearmuth a little more um, and get him more adjusted to the the NFL. Uh, Do I think he's a great option at tight end? No, I don't think there's any great options on the waivers right now at tight end. There really isn't much. Um, You should have got Jared Cook last week. What can I tell you, right? He's got Cincinnati week three and then he's got Green Bay week four. Two matchups that I like. So if you're really struggling at tight end you could go out at least take a shot on him maybe if you have to start him next week at least maybe see what happens if he gets four or five targets then maybe throw him in there against green bay in a game that i think is going to be very high scoring but that is it for the deep sleepers portion let's move on wrap it up with the dst stream of the week and it is going to be the arizona cardinals right now like i mentioned i alluded to before i wasn't sold on the cardinals defense right but I went out and said, Kirk Cousins last week, started a week, or not started a week, uh, great streaming option at quarterback because I thought that was going to be a high scoring game. What happened? Kirk Cousins went out and he smashed it. But this week, the Cardinals play against Jacksonville. They had a good week one, not a good week two, but they have Jacksonville this week who have thrown Jacksonville and Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence specifically in this case, thrown two picks each of the first two weeks. So I like the Cardinals this week. That's it. That's all there is. If you want defense, you go with the Cardinals. If you want wide receiver, you go with Rondell Moore. Prioritize Tony Pod, like Teddy Bridgewater, like Daniel Jones. Tight end, you kind of screwed. What can I tell you? Trust me, I'm in that situation, but only in one league. Vank god but yes that is it that is all that is all there is i hope you guys did enjoy today's video if you did make sure to drop a like leave a comment and subscribe to the channel help me reach my new goal of 500 subscribers on youtube by the end of the fantasy football season i would really really appreciate that make sure to drop your start or sit comments in the comment section or on instagram or twitter follow my socials link will be down below like i said went eight for nine last week, baby. We went eight for nine. I'll probably go zero for 10 this week. So just feed whatever I say. Or if you really believe in me, first of all, I fucking love you. But second of all, just do what I tell you to do. But yes, we are done. We are out. We will catch y'all next time. Me, my boy, we will see you later. As always, thank you. Love you. Peace.